Uh, I put my timer. It's loud. <laughs> yeah. So this morning, how many are expecting Some people are expecting, <laughs> but they call or they, as a believers, uh, expect God is going to do something. Yeah. You know, no, you, you you can't wait. Something going to happen by accident. No, when. Um, when uh, David, uh, uh, my son, was born, uh, we were expecting, we were not expecting uh, an alligator. We were expecting, because we knew it is a human being, it's going to come up. So we had an expectation. And God wants us to expect this morning, not only this morning, every day, you, you trust God, you hope, you put your trust in God, that God is, God is your hope. Yeah. Uh, this morning, as uh, this series, this summer, loving. Oh, uh, let's uh, see uh, what we uh, get from this this morning. Uh, let's read from the, the scripture, Mark. Uh, so here. Uh, Jesus uh, says three commandments. Do you, do you see three commandments there? Let's read it out and see. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind through thought and understanding and with all your strength. This is the second you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Though it says second, what is the third one there? Yeah. Sometimes we miss that. You need to love your God and you need to love others. You miss this part. We, it, is, it is important. Yeah. Let's uh, see. Um, one of the uh, story I, well, I was thinking to share this morning was my um, first mission trip. I was working in the Youth with a Mission, uh, YWAM, uh, for a few years, and um, um, my experience of, uh, after Bible college, you know, you know stuff. And um, to lead the missions and team, it was fun, excited. First month, we were in other country, we were a team of eight. We were loving. It was fun. It was like a honeymoon season. Oh, you have issues. We don't care. We love you. I was like, after a month, it just this. It just all the issues is surfacing, and um, the conflicts in relationship. And as a, I was a team leader, and I felt like God. My knowledge of how to love people is flushed. 
and I need help here. And, and that is one of the struggle and uh, that is one of the uh, places where God has been ministering. And this is more real to me and that uh, God is ministering and I want to share what, what God has um, done in my life. And um, it's, it's, it's impossible for me to love people unselfishly. It is not my nature. It is not my first nature to love people unconditionally. You know, it's, it's something God has to work, as uh, working, and I have to believe in that. Um, you may see this comment, um, love your God, love yourself, and love your neighbor. If you see the ne uh, next slide, uh, yeah, I, it's a triangle. So here, uh, a few lines are missing, it's okay. Um, it's a foundation. It's in the pyramid, it's a foundation. Love your God. Love your God and love yourself and love others. If you are not established in this foundation of, of knowing of God's love, it's... Um, it's the other two top layers. Um, it's a challenge. It's it's um, every day you struggle. One of the things um, I have learned and um, found to be uh, uh, important: the mere knowledge of of the word or or the scripture without experiencing the, the unconditional love of God, it is impossible for me to demonstrate love towards others. Well, if we never come to that place of knowing and experiencing God's love to ourselves, we will never be able to see or even interpret the scripture or even understand or even preach the gospel of Jesus Christ correctly. Um, being in Bible college for a few years and uh, we have to interpret the Bible. This is one of the interesting things. And during that time, I was like, I hated that moment of being there, writing, interpreting the Bible scriptures. And um, this is one of the interesting course I did. And after that, I know the Bible. I know the scriptures. If somebody says something, I know the context. And I can tell, oh, you are preaching wrong, brother. <laughs> I know stuff. I was knowledgeable of the Bible, how to love people. But the way that I understood it, or, or preached it, or even um, uh, even if I, um, I shared, was absolutely contrary to what I was experiencing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know this is what the Bible says. God loves people. God loves you. 
But I was sometimes I wonder and said, God, do you really love me? You know, I, had, I was never in the place of experiencing God's love constantly. To love people unselfishly, it was not my first nature. We may have knowledge at this, um, this season of um, sharing up on uh, of how to love people. You know, it's just like top. Before you, you don't build the foundation of it's, it's challenging and uh, it's a process. We may have the knowledge or, or, or understanding of how to love people. I even, you know, how to share the gospel with people. But that if that is not propelled or motivated through the unconditional love of God in your personal life, we are doing out of obligation. You know what I mean? Because I'm a Christian, I need to be nice to you. Because somebody is watching. <laughs> I, yeah. First uh, Corinthians uh, uh, eight one two. It's uh, interesting scripture. Now, now to deal with the matter of meat which has been sacrificed to idols. Uh, it is not easy to think that we know over problems like this. But we should remember that while knowledge may make a man look big, or even sometimes the knowledge may make a man look spiritual. It is only love that can make him grow to his full stature. For whatever a man may know, he still have a lot to learn. But if he, if he loves, God is opening his whole life to the Spirit of God. This is very interesting scripture. I was talking about love, and this is like, what are you talking about? This doesn't match. You know, um, this, this passage or this scripture where the Paul is um, sharing with the Corinthian church, there's a lot been said here and a lot to grasp and understand. Um, he's addressing the whole issue um, dealing with the food offered to idols. This is an interesting passage of how we deal with problems in our life. You know, uh, when there is issues in relationship, how do we deal? by knowing what is good and bad. This is bad, this is good. You know, um, from which tree in the Garden of Eden, in from which tree that Adam and ate, uh, Eve ate from? From the tree of knowledge of good and evil. When we judge, when we judge the um, things around us, the situations or the problems, how do we deal with the knowledge of good and evil? Because the tree was not meant for us. 
even right now sometimes as a believers we are we judge things what is good and bad paul is saying no matter how much we know about the bible what is good and what is bad if if in this situation of this political season and things are happening we know what is good and bad and we can judge but let's see if we know these things what is good what is bad but is what is good without also knowing believing and experiencing the unconditional love of god for people paul says we might still be quite ignorant because we are so used to view scripture now uh, going back to the uh, uh, that scripture it says if a man uh, not here <laughs> uh, if a man loves god if a man loves god it's the next verse I didn't write it down. If a man loves God, well, what, what do you per perspective we see um, in, in the three from um, the tri triangle? We saw there is you no know, love your God. Jesus says love your God amounts to if if a man shows his love towards God. it's like for example is like god is in this corner and uh, and he is neutral and i have to love god so that he can love me huh that that is what we see we have to love god paul is talking about the fact the uh, we the we understand how we view scripture from the new testament perspective of how the disciples understood the scriptures it is impossible to love god until you find out that he first loved you he first loves you when you know that when you experience that that is where you're able to come out of and able to love others or love yourself this this is not the concept that i'm taking from one or two scripture this is what the disciples understood let's look at uh, um first john 47 uh john the baptist or not john the baptist john the apostle is <laughs> writing scripture and uh his understanding of 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 a uh, relationship with god and and relationship with jesus and and his understanding of god's love he says beloved let us love one another for love is of god and everyone who loves is born of god and knows god uh beloved let us love one another the way we could read this is um 
Listen, brothers and sisters, if you are a Christian of any word, you need to love one another. Especially when there is issues in relationship, you know. Get away yourself. Who cares about your feelings? You know, I come from a, a background where, where there's, there, was, there is no personal space in the family. Now, we were, my grandparents, my dad, and everybody just slept in the living room. <laughs> there's no personal space. And, and there, there's no, there's no, uh, my feelings. Who cares? Your feelings, get, your, get over your feelings. And here, we, we tell people, we need to love one another. And once I was uh, encountered with the situation, I had the issues uh, with, with one of the staff, and I don't know how to handle this. And I was going through scripture, and the um, Bible says, you need to love one another. Okay, I'm gonna love one another. Brother, I'm sorry for whatever happened, and we will forgive each other, and good. And I walked off. Um, what was the attitude? Bible said, that's why I need to love one another. No, that's how we view scripture. We could look at that way, and for the most part, uh, that is how the kind of, uh, we use the scripture uh, when we minister to people. Let's love one another, especially when there is in, in issues in, in the family, you know, relationships. When people are upset with one another, you just get over just get over and love one another. But listen, uh, what the, he is saying, the John the Baptist, oh, sorry, John the Apostle is saying here is, beloved, beloved, first of all, the word um, he, the, he uses is the beloved, meaning you are beloved, means that somebody is in love with you. Do, you, do you. do you see that? Beloved, that somebody is in love with you. And know, knowing that, that you are somebody is in loving with you, and he says, let us love one another. Don is admonishing to the church. Now, especially the, when most of the things when we uh, read the scripture, it's most, most of the time we see scripture as like, oh, this is for the unbelievers. Don is uh, preaching to the unbelievers. You know, most of the issues is in the body of Christ. You know, we are, how to love one another is in the body of Christ we are, as we grow. And he says, and then he says, they love is of God and anyone who is loving, anyone who is demonstrating the love of God to one another is someone who is experiencing the unconditional love of God in their life. Look, uh, going back to that uh, triangle I could never uh, 
triangle. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. In our personal life, how we deal things, how we uh, ex uh, minister to people, minister to ourselves. You know, God loves you. You know, put your right hand or left hand. God loves me unconditionally. When we say that, it's like, oh, how about these areas, God? Don't you not gonna issues in my life which I don't tell to anybody, <laughs> or the anger or whatever things. But still, God loves me unconditionally. But knowing by knowing that, it just so you come to a place of rest. There's no judgment. You come before the throne of God boldly because God loves you unconditionally. Come before the throne of God. It's a daily life. It's a daily process of walking before the throne of God. Right here, where is the throne of God? Wherever you are, God dwells in you and you come before God boldly because God loves you unconditionally. That's, that's a perfect rest that Jesus calls us. Come, all who are weary and burdened, doing a lot of programs and activities and schedules, filling up your Bible schedule. I read this Bible text. Check, check, check. I, read, I, I prayed for 10 minutes. Check. Come, all your activities. Come, rest before his throne because he loves you unconditionally. When, I, when I'm saying this, loving, uh, by, when I'm saying this, that, that, that this is imp it is possible to know God here as uh, First John, um, as, where is it? First John 4, 7, when, when he says, John says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. I want to uh, dwell in this for next one hour. Just it's, it's beautiful. Dwell who knows God. Because the word there is, is, the, uh, is the Greek word that speaks more about experience than knowledge. Right. Is the word Gnosko, to know God through experience. Is, so what John is saying is that the man who loves people is going to love because he knows God. He knows God. Right there, right that moment where you experience the peace of God in that moment of knowing God who loves you unconditionally. Um, John continues to say, he, that's the other part of, he that doesn't love. When I say he doesn't love, well, let me be practical here. Does anybody have struggles in loving others? 
I'll be the first guy <laughs> in my relationship, every day, workplace, anywhere. How to love people who are unlovable. <laughs> he that is, does, doesn't love doesn't know God. It's, I'm preaching scripture here. I'm not preaching uh, sagas, Old Testament. <laughs> what he's saying here is person who is struggling to love others is somebody is not experiencing, come, coming to that place of knowing, experiencing the God who loves me, you, unconditionally. If I don't ever experience that, when I, if I never come to that place of rest, knowing God loves me unconditionally, I will never be able to love others who are unlovable. You know, I'm saying this, uh, highlighting this, because we, it's, it's reality, you know. We come across people, and many times as a believers, as a, as a Christians, uh, we put our... Mm. Mask. I'm a believer. When we come to church, smiling. When you go out, yeah, believer. Somebody, if there is a in the in the coffee shop, somebody that is sitting, you know. That's me. I'm talking about myself. I'm not talking about. I know you guys are better than. But I'm saying that it's we are used to that. Because we are believer, we need to love out of our strength. Going back to the story of my uh, uh, the mission trip, um, where I almost want to quit in the middle of the mission trip. I want to go home to God. <laughs> so here, I am in the place of asking God, how can I love people? Because my knowledge and my knowledge how to preach to love people. God loves you, brother. And I'm not sure. God loves me. I can preach stuff, but if I never experience that, come to that place, it's, 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 uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. What is becomes, oh, sorry, when it uh, becomes hard for us to love one another, it's it not because I don't know scripture. Let's, let's, uh, I, I know scriptures, how to love one another. It's just the issue that I'm not experiencing the God who is real, who is personal, who loves me unconditionally in daily you know, it's like one time you got saved, you go to heaven. <laughs> no, I'm not sure. It's it's a daily process. You know, the Bible says, you know, work out your salvation. At the same time, it's a process of knowing God every day is is very important. Out of that, you overflow. Out of that, your relationship overflows. And uh, looking at that, um, you know, Jesus says. Love your God. You know, when we, we see scripture, God, I need to love you so that I can experience. No, it's the other way. 
God loves you. When you know that, you are able to love God because it's all flow of His love. When you worship God, it, the scripture says, God is seeking worshipers who worship God in truth and in spirit. How do you come to the place of worshiping God in truth and in spirit? Because once you experience the God who loves you and loving God, it becomes your first nature. You don't have to think, I'm a believer now. I need to be nice and kind to brother. No, it's your nature overflows. And one of the things we miss in that um, scripture or in Mark uh, chapter 12 is love your God is the foundation. And second thing is love yourself. You know, it's, though it's a dirt bag. <laughs> know what I mean? Uh, doesn't mean. <laughs> okay. Uh, we uh, see uh, if loving ourselves, it's selfishness. We should, we should deny ourselves. We should de de deny, of course, the Bible says deny and carry the cross. But it's not that I'm, what I'm trying to say is, uh, I lost the thought. What I'm trying to say is the God who loves you the way you are, the God who loves you from where you come from, your background, your history, God loves you exactly. If Jesus, before we were saved, we were sinners, and God looked at us, I was like, they are worthy. Jesus, are you ready to die on the cross? Because they are worthy to die. Jesus looked at us, we are worthy. And accept who you are. Love yourself with all your weakness, with all your challenges. God is, God is working, God is processing. God is making you into the image of Christ, but accept who you are. When you're able to love yourself, accept yourself, loving others becomes um, natural. It's automatic. When you accept yourself, this is where I am, and loving others becomes very natural. So it's like, as we uh, as I conclude this uh, thought, uh, uh, the first thing is knowing God is this year, knowing God, sometimes we, we amount knowing God is like knowing our Bible. If I know my Bible is equal to knowing, knowing God. You know some of the um, great preachers, or not, I don't say preachers, the theologians, who come up with bizarre ideas of the character of God. Where did, right. you, where did you come from? Where did that come from? Knowing your Bible, not necessarily knowing your God. I come across a, a, a person who knows God, who knows God, but he, and I talked to him, He's not scripturally um, intelligent, you know what I mean. He, he doesn't know all the scriptures, but he has the experience of God in his life. Mm -hmm. 
And I see it's like, that is where I spend my time with coffee and pie, with him talking, observing God's love and experiencing when he shares. And uh, that is where we know God. I'm, I'm not saying that don't read your Bible. No, that's, that's totally, I didn't say that. <laughs> Knowing that Bible is where we experience the, 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 the character of God. Oh, we come to know God loves me. You know, what is, what is the main theme of the Bible? What is the Bible is all about? The first answer is about God, it's about Jesus. But let's see, what is the main theme of the Bible? God loves us. Throughout the history, through different people he uses to demonstrate how much he loves us. He went through the whole process to show that he loves us and he wants to write a book about us. It's about us. God loves us unconditionally. And, you know, this um, week's message was on the loving people who are vulnerable, who, you know, challenge how you, who are unlovable. You don't know, you, you, don't, you don't know how to reach out to them because you don't speak the same language. You know, I'm, I'm, I work in a police department um, and uh, cops speaks different language. Of course, they speak English. They speak a language that I don't understand. It's awkward many times. What I need here, I, I, I need God's help. And God has to pour out you know, his love that I'm able to reach them. And that is something I'm experiencing these days is like, you may not speak the same language, but if you know and experiencing God, telling these people who are rough and tough, and they melt down because they also need to know God loves them. And uh, final uh, one of the last scripture, yeah. Oh, no one has seen God at any time, but if we love one another with unselfish concern, God abides in us, and his love, the love that is his essence, abides in us. Dawn, oh, the apostle, throws the idea, no one has ever seen God. Wait a minute, John, how about the Old Testament saints and prophets? And Moses saw God almost face to face, and here John says, no one has ever seen God. It's a bold statement. But if you love one another, God abides in us, and his love is completed and perfected in us. No one has ever seen God. Probably there are interpretation, or sorry, the um, yeah, interpretation or the writings in the Old Testament through their experience, a portion of the character of God. 
but no one has ever seen God until God showed who he is through the character, through the, through the, the, the deity of Jesus Christ, how much he loves us through Jesus Christ. And we see God face to face when we come to that place of knowing God in our personal life, that he loves us unconditionally. Uh, this morning, uh, uh, a lot of thoughts. But I want to say, if you understand this, know this, that God loves you unconditionally and experience that, that a place of dwelling, a place where you can rest, that God loves you unconditionally. But knowing, experiencing his love daily. And out of that, it's a overflow of your ministry. You open up your life to the Holy Spirit who will demonstrate God's love in your life and also helps you to love people. You don't know how to love people. You know, God loves, helps you in that area. Uh, God, this morning, as we come to this place of knowing Gnosko, where you experiencing God in your personal life in a daily basis. From there, we work. From there, we minister. You know, I in the I, I put a. Uh, um, board on in my one of my room it says work from the place of rest god is calling you to work from the place of rest what does it mean i mean physically rest yeah physically rest but most importantly know that god loves you know that he loves you unconditionally that from there you rest and out of that you work Whatever the work is, you work. You know, God, Jesus says, come, although are weary and burdened, carry my yoke, which is light. God doesn't say, oh, don't do anything, just come and rest. No, you have to carry every day. God calls you, wherever you're working, you're studying, and family, come and work from the place of rest. Yes. Oh, it, this is the thought I was uh, kind of wanted to share that God loves you unconditionally. If, you, if we believe that and op op we open our life to the life of the Holy Spirit, the Zoe life of God, and we enjoy and rest and, and, in, and we worship God in truth and in spirit from that place. And loving people, it's a piece of cake. It's not a big deal because it's overflow. You don't have to work for that. It's just overflowing. Uh, just without knowing, 
You are loving people. You don't have to think, oh, I'm going to reach out to these, these, these people. Okay, I'm, I need to strategically. Of course, they, those helps. <laughs> but work from the place of rest. Uh, let me pray. Uh, God, this morning, uh, thank you um, that you are faithful. You are loving. You are God. Who loves us unconditionally. 